Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards Johnson. You've got Ned and Josh, but that's obviously producer Michael's voice. Ned yes. is away with tonsillitis this morning. Now, mm-hmm. Ned would have been devastated yesterday because um, basically the, the, his brain only functions in little short microbursts. And yeah. in between that, it's like plugged in and powered by TikTok. Yeah, and, it really is. And TikTok went down yesterday for a little bit. Yes, now it did. Now, when was no, it No, I don't know. I don't okay. know. I've, I've made the conscious decision, and it's got absolutely nothing to do with China, but I've made the conscious decision to stop being on TikTok. Because right. rather than my data getting mined, I was, more, I was more worried about my brain being mined. Like, I had no imagination left. I was literally just... It's, as I said, you plug into TikTok. Like, you, yeah. just, you just sit there for hours and they drop off the calendar because it's so addictive. So I deleted it off my phone. I was like, I can't keep doing this. Um, but Instagram also went down yesterday and yes. that was at around like the 132 mark. Yes, thank God I was asleep at that point. Yeah, well what would you have done? I mean, this is yeah. this is what the real problem is for me, right? I am so dependent on these apps being functional and a part of my life now that when Instagram was going down, I assumed it was my modem at home. No, you do. You always do. I assumed it was my internet at home, and I went and restarted my modem. Mm -hmm. And then in the time that I'd restarted my modem, I did the age-old thing and went over to Twitter and typed in Instagram, and then everyone on Twitter's like, yep, Instagram's down. I was like, oh, well, damn it. I'm sitting here with my modem resetting. This is very, very frustrating. Yeah, which is very much what I think Twitter exists not only to be Elon Musk's little plaything, but also to... Essentially, be find out when other platforms are down. Yes, that's it. It's it's really a check-in service for the, all the other services. Yes, you did leave out its third purpose, which is to spread hate and fear. But that's neither neither here nor there. I assume that fits. I'll be the Elon, Elon Musk thing. Yeah, yeah, good, good, good. Um, I just say that at the moment. If we are this dependent on these apps in our lives that we just assume the actual service that brings them into our phones has gone down, when they go down, <laughs> maybe we are too dependent on them. Uh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100% we are. I know we, every conversation with Ned that we have either, sometimes on air, but a lot of the times off air, it usually starts with, so I was on TikTok last night. I've said to Ned, you don't have to say that, mate. Like, I yeah. know you're on TikTok. I know yeah. that's all you're doing with your day. You don't have to start the comment. Just go, if you were doing something different. So I was outside yesterday. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, Whoa. really? Whoa, that's amazing. <laughs> I think the only thing that I can compare this to is if you started getting crappy TV reception, you wouldn't immediately assume Channel 7 had just gone off air. That's very It'd true. Like, I do remember my, those days. It's probably my TV, Yeah, hey? we don't, aerial. When Instagram goes down, we blame Telstra. Yes. It's bizarre. <laughs> long weekend this weekend. Uh, so lots of people probably making trips. Some people are probably even taken today off, honestly, and made it a four-day weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah. And in that... Which mean- means they didn't just hear us schedule the whole station, so that's good news. <laughs> that hearing news. more professional radio <laughs> as a general norm, yeah. <laughs> but uh, they could be travelling uh, in the air because, I mean, unless you're doing a quick road trip, it'll be in the air. So a lot of people might be having to use bathrooms on planes. His flight attendant has come out with uh, some tips and tricks of when and when not to use the bathroom when on a plane. Fantastic. Okay, well, obviously the seatbelt sign being on is a no. Yes, yep. clearly. Mm-hmm. Yes. 100%. But the, uh, so this flight attendant has worked for major airlines and they've said that the worst time to use the toilet is right before takeoff. Yep, okay. And then at the very end of the flight, that's more so for if it's a super long haul flight. Gross, you know, yeah. You don't want to use it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The other no go is right after some turbulence has hit. 
Yuck. Yeah. I didn't want to think about that until you just said that. I never had that thought in my brain ever. And mm-hmm. I tend to think about everything and that's not something I've ever thought about. That's yeah, so gross. Maybe, maybe, maybe don't do shake, that. A bit of shake, rattle and roll. Yeah. yeah. But the good news is mm-hmm. the tip on when to use the toilet. Yes. That is best to be done if you say it's a long haul. It's best to be done before food is served. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so, so people haven't haven't had their stomachs sort of... Uh, yeah, because uh, uh, that's exactly it. The, they said that the plain fruit is obviously not super nutritious. It can be oily, high in salt and fat and things that don't be tend to be great for gut health. Uh, so if you get up and go before the food arrives, odds are you're going to have a much cleaner experience. I try to do the little kid thing. So I try to do like, you know how you used to have to go to the toilet before you go to bed? Mm-hmm. So the second the seatbelt sign's off, You're I, up. I am up. I'm up. I get up and go and then hopefully that saves me for the rest of the flight. Yeah. I, I wonder with all these tips and tricks that are coming out and a lot of people are doing what you're doing, the congestion that would happen in the hallways and the aisles and everything for the toilets right after the seatbelt sign comes yeah, off. Yeah, there is usually a little bit of a crowd. It's a bit of a busy situation because everybody that had to wait from when they got on the plane mm-hmm. and taxiing and take off yep. and they, they're in they're in a bit of strife. But yep. me, it's more of a strategic thing. So mm. if I see someone in a little bit of pain, uh, I'm happy to let them go first because I'm like, yep. mine's only a strategic thing. It's mm-hmm. not a problem. Unless, of course, I've had a few airport beers at the Capitol Bar, yeah. and in which case I really need to go yeah. by the time the seatbelt sign's <laughs> off. Josh, there is a $59 steak sandwich. Tremendous. Heading back to a menu of a small cafe in uh, the heart of Darlinghurst in, yep. in Sydney. Great. Um, now, this sandwich was originally taken off the menu during the start of the cost of living crisis, mm-hmm. but has been brought back due to the demand that the customers were so obsessed with this sandwich. Now, this sandwich has a huge piece of like Japanese Wagyu tenderloin. Tremendous. In the sandwich with a Japanese mayonnaise but the cheapest white toasted bread that you could possibly imagine. Yep, yep. It is like... It's a very pro- stock standard bread. Yeah. It's a to- it is like... Might be tip top. Yeah, it might be tip top. Thank good on you, mum. But it's um, it's not good on you for fifty nine dollars. Exactly. My my thing is obviously I'm thinking if you're living in the heart of Darlinghurst, you've got the coin. You can clearly spend sixty dollars yeah. on a sandwich. However, if that's if you're not living there and you are like travelling to Darlinghurst for this sandwich. And you're still kind of complaining about the intense rental crisis that's happening in Sydney, the cost of living and housing prices in there, and you're spending money on a $60 steak sandwich? Come on. Can I quickly say, I think this is dangerously close to the territory of... uh Millennials just need to stop having avocado on toast. Like you saying that they're not even allowed to enjoy a $60 sandwich. Can I change the rule a little bit? Mm-hmm. If this is your lunch every day, you're not allowed to complain about anything money-wise. Yeah, if you're yeah. splurging and having this just to try it out, you know what, fine. If it's a one-off, but even once a week is $60 too saying. much for, for lunch. I'm saying if you're at any point having your break from work to have your sandwich for lunch and it's this sandwich, it's this sandwich. you don't get to complain about money ever. At all. At at all. <laughs> a $60 sandwich. It, like, again... God, it'd want to be good. Like, again, because the cut of meat is incredible. It's yeah. a fancy mayonnaise. Well, wouldn't you want to pull the meat off then? Wouldn't you want to just go... <laughs> <laughs> Joshua. <laughs> Joshua. As as I said that, I went, I'm so grateful Ned's not here. <laughs> you pull the meat off. <laughs> 
When you want to get the steak off the sandwich and then eat it just on a... No, nah, we're done. We're we, done. We can't, we we can't, can't, con- we can't continue forward. <laughs> You would have Ned and Josh normally, but you've got Josh and producer Michael this morning because Ned has tonsillitis. Yes, he does. Ned's here in name only. In name only. Um, just quickly, Michael, uh, mm. I probably think I've had the biggest indication, the biggest dawning of, oh, I'm getting a bit older that I've ever had in my life so far. Spotted a grey hair. I've got so many grey hairs on the side of my head. Okay. Like, I've literally salt and peppering it up on the side of my head. You have okay, to get in a bit well, close to see them, but it's they're there. They're okay, all there. Okay, well... I'm um, not yeah. going to lie about that. But, okay, uh, well, what else? Uh, do you, back hurts? Back hurts all the time, constantly, okay. and for no reason whatsoever. That's right. a real... My back's a jerk. Yeah. Okay. Um, people, the people who are turning 18 this year were born in 2005. How dare you? Yeah, I'm sorry. How dare you say that I'm out so loud? I'm so sorry. Because that's not just hurting me. That's hurting everyone. That's every- hurting everyone. I hurting hurt myself every- with that. Everybody that heard that. What's wrong with you? I'm so sorry. I might actually leave. This this has been certainly not the direction I was hoping this would go in. Sorry. What, so do you mean this thing? song was popular when 18-year-olds were born? Yes, correct. In fact, I think this is 2004, so they'd be 19 now. You would I'll have, you just, leave. You just apologised. You just apologised for doing what you did, and then you did it again, but in, like, a worse way. What's wrong with you? <laughs> anyway, you, this, you is a, this whole thing's been derailed. Sorry. I tell you what, this is a long weekend. It is. I have no plans. Really? You have no, nothing on? No plans whatsoever. Aww. And And... That dawning realisation this morning driving into work that I don't really have any plans on a long weekend is just, for me, the biggest indicator that I'm turning 32 in eight days. That's true. I will also say there are a couple of things at play. Poor Ned is very, very sick. He can't oh, come okay. out and play. So maybe that's part of it. Yeah. I'm also getting on a plane to Adelaide you this are. afternoon. God knows why, but you are. <laughs> <laughs> but your two people who you hang out with the most... Are going to be gone. ...are both not available to you this weekend. But the other side of this coin is I'm very, very lucky to have Carrie and the boys in my life. Correct. You so have- that's kind of the default locked in plans and then when i thought that as well i was like oh my god i'm old like i'm very this is i have normally a long weekend would be planned like seven weeks in advance i would have plans from friday till sunday to monday it would be locked in this is the first one ever since i've been working where i've just eh, it's a long weekend whatever whatever. really you've never had a long weekend at all in your life or you you don't think you've had not one plan not one plan i've not had not 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 a long weekend ever where there's been completely nothing i'm not capitalizing on this time at all i'm doing my normal routine you just need to turn these plans with carrie and the boys Mm -hmm. you need to turn turn them into plans but like you said that's making you feel okay i'm seeing your struggle seeing my struggle this is Mm. and it's not even a struggle i'm blessed to have these these problems i just Mm. it's really been a wake-up call of yeah yeah you're not you're not planning a festival you're not trying to fly to somewhere god knows where you're going to adelaide but you know i'm not flying (laughs) anywhere like i'm not doing anything with this long weekend i'm just Enjoying being 31. I just remember, I remember obviously like when my, my dad on weekends and stuff, he would always, you know, take me and my sister to like the like the pool or yeah, go do yeah. something like an activity I'm sure or something. I'm sure we'll do something like that with the I'm boys. Sh- if you do something, I mean, that's a dad task, mm-hmm. but that's still a plan of some description. I think that'll happen. But I tell you what, I think I've just realized that as, as much as this is a bit of a sign of becoming mm-hmm. more mature, becoming a bit older, um, I don't have any plans. 
If the plan was to mow the lawns during the long weekend and they were the only plans, then all hope is lost. What about bingo? You like bingo? Yeah, no, see, that's the next one after that. It's a slow <laughs> descent. Josh, I want you to picture walking into the foyer of your apartment building and yep. there is a big note stuck on the wall. Okay, yep. And you read this note... And you try to piece it all together. So I will read you this Read note. me the note. I'm visualising, read me the note. Why is it so hard for whoever is vomiting over the side of their balcony and causing your vomit to land on the balconies, furniture, drying clothes, etc. Mm. of everyone else below you to simply not do it? Yeah. If you seem to have this uncontrollable urge to vomit whenever you are on the balcony, maybe you should keep a bucket on your balcony yeah. so you can vomit into that instead. Maybe we should all send our balcony cleaning bills to you. Uh, from the street, we can see where the vomit starts. So it's oh, these, no. so we can easily work out which unit is responsible. So don't think you're somehow anonymous. Just stop it. Rancid. Very rancid. Um, so, yeah, I've seen this actually happen at my apartment complex. So somebody's posted this on our little wall saying that this has happened before, but it's not a regular occurrence. I think that's yeah. happened once in my entire conscious life. So digging deep into this saga, it has been going since last August. This is ridiculous. <laughs> and apparently the person responsible has yet to actually be evicted yet. Oh, my God. Um, the building strata is apparently, uh, has apparently sent the, uh, the person responsible for the vomit a, a, a letter threatening eviction. So where is this? This is in Sydney. This is in Sydney. This, so this is happening. This, this is in this, Sydney in Redfern. Serial vomiting grommet is in Sydney. Yeah. Um, can, I, can I just quickly say, can we make a new rule that it's immediate eviction if you vomit over a balcony? I think Immediate you have- eviction. I think you have to allow... I'm, inter- I'm interested in what kind of rule might come out here No, from I you. think you have to allow pure accident mm-hmm. for so it's one, a one-strike policy. It, it is, has to be a one-strike. One-strike policy and you have to pay for a professional cleaner to That's clean correct. all of the apartments below you. If yeah. it's a pure accident, then you'd be more than happy to pay for the cleaning or even clean it yourself, however it no, is. No, no, no. Professional cleaning. Professional yeah. cleaning. Mm-hmm. If you are happy to do that, then that's so it's still a one-strike thing yep. if it's a pure accident, but it has to be a one-strike thing. Interesting. Interesting. Do you, are you, do you not have any room for... No. None at all? No, because... The, and the only reason I... it's a child? Great point. This is why I need a voice of reason when mm. I start to go off the deep end like this. You Great point. You can't just, like, be... But a no. child's vomit is very minuscule. True. So there'll be a very little amount of it. And I think that would be very easily cleanable in a total accident. If you're a grown adult and you are needing to vomit, everybody could turn around and face the other way. You don't need to vomit over a balcony. That's true. Take the L. It's your fault that this is happening. Mm-hmm. Vomit onto your own balcony. It's true. <laughs> Just you turn should, yeah. around. Just turn your body around and vomit. Most most vomit most vomit. So most balconies should have some sort of drainage option. Oh god, this has gotten graphic. I'm just. But I mean, I'm at the end of the day, I did say to... evict people immediately. So we do need to work through. Yeah, this. we're working through we're it. We're working through it's, it. Yeah, trial Probably and error. Don't need to do it on a radio show though. <laughs> this is gross. <laughs> Right now, you've obviously got producer Mike filling in for Ned. Ned's sick this morning. We've got a huge opportunity coming up very, very soon for uh, obviously some big money. But I've got a big opportunity right now to 
Uh, be very supportive. Um, Carrie's two boys have their swimming carnival today. Oh, that's exciting. And Carrie sort of said, would you like to come? And I'm like, well, yeah, I would. I would like to see them have a crack at swimming. Um, mm-hmm. One's nine, one's six. So yep. I think the six-year-old will be more like the cork scramble, that kind of thing. I think that's exciting. I used to love this, this cork scramble yeah, at a swimming carnival. Um, but, yeah, the nine-year-old can actually swim pretty well. Like, he's oh, got good. a bit of a backstroke going on him and all that sort of stuff. Excellent. I have a huge problem. And that is? I you don't can't know, swim? I, well, well, I can swim. I can't swim probably as well as the nine-year-old anymore in terms of doing an actual control, stroke? like an actual by the, by the book stroke. Yeah. I can't do that anymore. But one thing I can say unequivocally is I don't know how to be supportive at a swimming carnival. You mean you don't know whether to root for him or no, not? No, no. I understand that my job will be go well, do yes. well, yay. Go dude, go little but dude. But say he wins, mm-hmm. I don't know what would be a good win. Like, winning's good. Win, like, I guess should... actually, no, let's be clear. If he comes second, I don't yeah. know what a good... I don't know what a good time is for swimming. I don't know anything about swimming, really. Okay, right. So... So, like, I couldn't tell you what the world record right now is for anything. And so, therefore, what? I don't know how to be supportive at a school carnival. Okay, so how long do you reckon it would take a nine-year-old to do a 50-metre freestyle? I have absolutely no idea. But do you want do me you to you... guess? Guess. Up from so from one end of the pool to the other. One end of the I mean, admittedly, it depends. An on Olympic if they're size doing swimming pool, yeah. 50, a fifty meter pool. They might be only doing a twenty five meter pool, but say they're doing a fifty meters freestyle. So there and back, how long do you reckon it would take? Forty five seconds. Okay, forty five seconds is the world record for a hundred meter freestyle. Yeah, well, so which so is does pretty, that mean what a kid could get that done? A it's kid, a, I'm only asking for half yeah, of it. So yeah, so a, a kid could easily get 50 metres <laughs> freestyle done in 45 seconds. You reckon? Well, yeah, it's 25 seconds under the world record. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> either, to be fair. You know what the like, problem is? I've come to you for advice yeah, on this. Yeah, that's wrong. I just don't think I should go. I don't think I should go. <laughs> I should make a nice sign with some glitter and just say, hold this up for me. That's what I'm going to have at the school carnival. <laughs> Just quickly, today is the first of something for the year, in my humble opinion, and I'm going to put it forward to you right now, Mike, as a case study for this to be not just my opinion now, but maybe some fact, all right? Okay. Here we go. Whoa. Very excited about it. Today is the first official hoodie day of the year. It is, isn't it? I really feel like it is. I think it is. I know we're heading for a top of 26 today, but mm. this morning out there, it is freezing. And it I think, was like five degrees yeah, or it something? it is five degrees right now, but the feel's like at three. So I'm sitting there going, you know what? Because I'm wearing a hoodie today, mm-hmm. and I've been waiting for a while to bust this hoodie out. This one, uh, my girlfriend Carrie got this for me for Valentine's Day. It's Sam Obasanya's like, blue hoodie from Ted Lasso, and I was like, yes. It's it a nice hoodie. Admittedly, doesn't look as cool on me as it does on Sam, but no, I'm doesn't. very, very happy about it either way. But it's a nice hoodie. I've broken it out today. It's its first run. And it's because today, I think, we could probably all say is the first hoodie day. I think so too, especially when we're in single digits first thing yep. in the morning, then you can wear a hoodie. I, I wouldn't wear the hoodie once we get in, you know, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the afternoon when it does get to like 26 and sunny. Um, but for right now, for the commute to work, whatever you're doing first thing this morning, a hoodie, not a bad idea. I will say this though, you have, um, you've pointed out a really good point and something I didn't really think about a lot. I was so excited to wear the Sam Obasanya hoodie that I've not really thought about the fact that um, my undershirt for this is very much an undershirt. Yeah, well... So I, I can't take this hoodie off now because this is a white... 
quite sheer shirt, right. my nipples show through this, which makes it uh-huh. looks like I have succulent man boobs, and I really can't take this hoodie off now. So okay. Okay. I really didn't think about the fact that it's going to be 26 later today. All you have to do mm-hmm. is get home yeah. before it's it gets hoodie hot. changing weather. Good call. Good yeah. call. But what I'm saying to people now listening who are excited to rejoice in, in what is absolutely a rejoiceable occasion, <laughs> the first hoodie day of the year... Just make sure that you don't do what I've done and wear, yes. a, wear a shirt underneath it that is inappropriate to be worn if later in the day. If you don't have to leave the house for another 15, 20 minutes or an hour, just think about what you'll be wearing at lunchtime Get a today. more appropriate shirt on underneath yes. the hoodie, but go forth with the hoodie. Go yeah. forth and enjoy what we can all agree now officially, not just my opinion, Mark's backed it up, the first hoodie day of the year, Canberra. Yes. Enjoy, wear the hoodie well, but make sure your undershirt's also pretty damn good as well. <laughs> Ned's not here, Michael's here. The internet. A blessing and a curse. I'd say lately, and probably since, you know, just leading into Trump presidency era, a curse. And has, seen, has, has seemed to have been a curse since that day. Like, it's just been... Terrible. The internet yeah. is a wasteland. No one's ever happy. Even if progress is made and stuff, people are still angry about this. And then if something's happening there, people are angry about the thing that's happening to them. And then it's over there. And then the internet is just a sadness machine at the moment. It sure is. Perpetually. Like that's all that seems to be. Except for you remember the fact that it does also do some pretty great things. It has the power to, yes. yes and it can be used for that. It can be used for that, and I want it to be more often. It's like social media, you know. It's a curse because people get, you know, comparison issues to mm-hmm. people. They see them going, oh, they're living a better life than me, or oh, they look better in that outfit than I would. Oh, they, like That's what happens on social media. Yeah. But then you can also have people that get to speak to relatives overseas and see them on a video call. And that's they true. Have well, never... A lot of us survived COVID with the internet. So there's good and there's bad. Today, I've opened up every news website. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. We've got two former prime ministers talking about an incoming war with China. So it's a pretty sad place to be today if you're looking at news reports, right? Yeah. Except CNN.com. If you scroll down, Uh there is still a story that gives me hope for the internet. Obviously, a lot of important issues going on in the world right now. Yeah. But if you just need to tap out and remember that the world's not all bad, may I present to you the article that got my click this morning. Meet the super cute babies born at a UK zoo. <laughs> and it's just an article full of baby animals. Oh, there we go. I'm like, this That's is fun. New. This is news, what, quite frankly. This what sort is of baby news. animals do we have in We've that We've got a little bit of a, um, I think this is a serval. This is like one of those cats that has oh. like the, the tufts that come out of their ears. Absolutely beautiful. Little baby rhino here with its oh, mum. It's very, rhino very cute. It's one of those tree pandas, like one of those, you know, the ones that are like red, red pandas. Oh, or the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Very oh, cute there. Nice. Absolutely wonderful. That's kind of where it stops. Um, okay. So I'm saying to CNN, more of this. Oh, not, not so less many of, more. Not less of it. Other zoos have babies. If there could be some kind of like website or database that zoos from all around the world could send in their latest latest new birth, yep. I'd click on that every day to see what animal was born today. A couple of baby tigers. Now that's cute. Yep, Sumatran little tigers tiger as well. Cubs. So they're endangered. That's a very, very good thing to see. But a little baby gorilla, very, very cute. Oh. Can I just say quickly, this, uh, this idea you've had for the database, mm-hmm. tremendous. Thank you. And what I think we call it is the tap out file. 
Oh yes. When you just yeah, want to tap out, out of the tap out of the sadness for a second, you can click mm-hmm. on this tap out file, and all the zoos around the world will put up pictures of baby animals. I think that would be the cutest thing in the world. I think productivity would go through the floor as everybody just constantly was looking at the tap out file. As everyone sends pictures from around yep. the office, going, "Did you see? Did this you see one? this one? <laughs> we need it. We need it at the moment. <laughs> I think. think yeah. That was the Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists Malaga. Edwards Johnson, Canberra's Hit 104.7.